Hello and welcome to Dan and Dara Doability. This is episode 13. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan. Dan, and we're joined today by... Neve Duffy. Neve, how are we doing? Very welcome today and uh, thanks very much for joining us. I'm grand, thanks. How are you? We're having a ball. Oh, Actually, funnily enough, oh, we're back in the studio, so we're back on... Uh, back familiar, in our home. Yeah, back <laughs> in familiar territory. We're all we were back out. in a familiar territory this week, yeah. We were uh, out with the birds last weekend, or last week, which was uh, an interesting trip in its Yeah, own. that sounded really interesting, because all, all I could hear when I listened to it was a chirping. And us. And you. <laughs> and us, yeah, hopefully. But Just, you know, I spent, I spent are, ages. I spent ages. More, you are more interesting than I know, I spent ages, you know, editing that, so I'd rather <laughs> hope you'd heard more than just the bleeding birds. Um... <laughs> So, we're going to have a chat today with uh, Neve Dunphy. And Neve is a student here at um, TU Dublin, Tala campus, as we're known now. Yeah, you nearly said the other name. I, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the name the name we shall not speak of anymore. Um, Neve, what are you studying here? I'm studying a BA in digital marketing. I'm a first year student. So, Neve, we're going to talk to you. Uh, I just what you want to introduce yourself, really, I suppose. You know. That we're not, I never had to introduce us. Basically, well, look at this like a job interview. Tell <laughs> us about yourself. <laughs> it's a bit different because I like you, stuff. but um, yeah, yeah, basically, my name is Nate Dunphy. I'm an international ally in the Paralympic sport of water. I write for an online entertainment magazine called Pure M, and yeah, just <laughs> basically, that's pretty much me. So do you want to talk about botcha? Because uh, we we yeah we knew we obviously knew we were going to talk about botcha. So we've had we have had a, had a head. <laughs> Start again. We have had a chance to have a look at it. Um, you know, I, I had a fair idea what it was before I started looking into it. Um, uh, and I thought mm, there's a couple of lads throwing a few balls around. But my God, it's a competitive sport. How much did you look when at? When you started looking at, it? I had to look at a whole lot of did videos. You look, did you look at the videos? I had to look at a lot of videos actually, because um, it's so much easier than trying to read a yes. piece of paper and. So some of the stuff from the 2012 Olympics from um, the London. London 2012. Oh my God. <laughs> <Unreal>. <laughs> Savage. So, as Dara was saying, it is easier to see than explain. But basically, my way of explaining it is, watch it is basically a Paralympic sport that's similar to bowls for people with physical disabilities playing from a wheelchair. So, basically, <coughs> each, each pound either has six red balls and six blue and six blue walls. And the object of the game is to is to get their ball closer to a white ball called the jack. Okay. So somebody throws the jack first. Yeah. So whoever's re- whoever's red will always throw will always throw the jack first. Okay. Right? How do you get to be red? So to co- before before games start, right? There's a co- once you're not, once you're playing, there's a coin toss, and then you choose your colour. So red, red always starts. So whoever's red, first, um, <coughs> whoever, whoever's red first, uh, tr- uh, throws the jacket first. Then it's then it's blue, right? But say if the red was nearer, blue would keep going until they either run out of balls or score the po- points. So like, it alternates depending on how many shots go. Right. It's play. It's right. played over, watch played over four rounds in an individual, in an individual um, game and six in a team game. So in a, in a team game, team game, then how many people are on a team? Three each. Three each. And is it still six balls? Yeah, but they're, sp- they're split across. Right. So it's okay. Two, two, two. Right. So okay. 
basically there's four with bodges four classifications bc1 which is my classification that's for throwers with with the most severe cerebral palsy so easy way of explaining that is i have an assistant on court that i can call in like communication with to hand me the ball right they step back out and i can throw the ball they're also allowed to adjust me in the chair and if i need it if i need adjusting on court like as in move like move me around the seat or whatever yeah. But they can they cannot communicate with me. Right, so they're no, not, allowed, not cheating, like they're not yeah, they're not letting <laughs> Exactly. Give us a give us a little bit of advantage. Yeah. <laughs> and then BC two are several policy athletes that can also throw, but they're less like they're less effective by their C P. So they don't have an assistant on court. Right. They I mean, they can like So they're picking their own balls out of the out, yeah. out their their little bag or the box yeah. that they have. And they're more and they're more able, they're more able. Right. And then BC three athletes use a use a ramp or assistive device to pull the ball because they can't throw. This is the thing we were we were talking about this earlier when we were looking at, at the videos. Yeah, yeah. Just in terms of, I'm interested to learn more about the assistant that you mentioned because you say that. So from the videos we watched, it, it's in that they have to face backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So with the with the BC with the BC three assistant, they're not allowed. They're not allowed to face the game at all. All of the best way to explain this is that all of their, um, like all of what they're told to do with me with the ramp is done by communication of the right. player. It's done by communication of the player. Okay. So they can't okay. they can't see the game until they they can't see the game until it's the like the complete end of an end. Right. And they go protect the balls. Okay, so it's literally me in the chair telling the assistant move the ramp left, move it yeah. right. Yeah, or for there. people that can't speak, they use like eye signals and stuff. Okay. But say for my assistant, they they can face. They're standing at the back of the box, but they can they're allowed to face again, so they can see everything that's going on. Um, I don't actually. I've never actually thought to question why that is done. To be fair, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's more because. They need to, they need to read my, like, say I put I put my hand up and I want to call in for a ball, whereas okay. if, like with the with the BC trees, they need to be able to like look at them, for eye signals or listen okay. to them speak. Okay. Cool. Whereas because, a lot of the time, because as you've learned from working these mics, I'm quite quiet when I speak. I like what I do is so. The way my system works is, is that I'll raise one finger on my left hand if I want the ball, and then call the number for which ball that I want, or I'll I'll ra- I'll raise my right hand to be lifted back in the chair, or if I want the ball taken back off me, I'll put the ball up in the air with my hand and have the system and take the ball. Right. Okay. Okay. So, cool. I I know it's hugely tactical. Yeah. So massively tactical. Fine. I throw the jack. Right, and then I throw the next ball, or the opposing team throws the next ball. No, you throw the next ball. I throw the next ball. Okay, so is it better then to go first or second? It, de- it, well, right. So with me, right, it depends on who I'm playing. If I'm sure, if I'm sure of who I'm playing, like if I'm sure, if I'm sure who I'm playing, and no one know it again quite well, it won't matter to me. But I will. I'll pick my. Co- I'll pick my colour depending on. Right. So just say, I know the court is what, 12.5 by. 
Four. Six. six. six I did my six. research. Put yeah. my five by six, right? So if I know you've got a weak throw, yeah. and I've got a strong throw, yeah. is there a chance that I can horse it off into the fair yeah. corner? So, so I'm not going to give away my game for anyone to assist them, but so, so, so you can throw the ball pretty much anywhere, anywhere you want once it's, with it, once it's not a bounds of the court. So say I knew somebody was bad on short. Yes, you're playing Dan. Yeah, say, so right, say I was playing Dan. Mm-hmm. And Dan couldn't hit the side of a barn. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which is true. But then, That's I, true. for the fairness, that I just beat you anyway. So, but like, no. you'd let him in once. I'd, yeah, I'd kind of. You kind of have to because he won't come back to anything. I tried to get his hopes up. <laughs> I'd let him win one and then go boom. <laughs> but um, no. So say. Thank you for that, dude. Appreciate it. Sorry, joking. <laughs> no, no, no. I appreciate it. But um, no. Basically, what what the way I would do it there is say say if I knew somebody was. Say if I knew, he was. Say I knew he was good on short. I'd play it either medium or long, cause I know he'd, he'd either struggle to hit it or wouldn't be able to. So you have to think tactically of if I played this person before, where do, where do I think they're gonna put it? Very good. But if you haven't, you just, what I tend to do is I don't watch people. I don't watch anyone now. If I have to go out and play people, I do my own game and then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work and I learn for the next time. Cause watching like. Doing all the pre-analysis beforehand freaks me out because a lot of the people that I've played out in the world have been playing it for a lot longer than I have and are miles better than me. And I'm not, like, it's not wrong of me to say that because they've got a lot more experience than I do. A lot of the people that I've played have been playing for 30 years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm only at it for like five. Okay. So there's a bit, and I'm, and I'm quite young. So there's that too. Whereas these people eat, sleep and breathe. So when you're when you're when you're playing on the court, right? There, there's six boxes. Yeah. Do you have to stay in the particular box that you start in? Yeah. So there's so in a team in a team game, they say that's what the, that's what the six boxes are for. Right. But in the in the individual, um, it's only the middle two. Okay. That get used. So do you get penalised like if you just wheel over ever so slightly? Yeah, so ah. so, so what hap- so if right so say my wheel is on the line of the box, right? And I throw the ball. I'll give away a penalty. Okay. And now what what it used to be was ball would get retracted and you kick you give a penalty ball to your opponent to throw at the end. But now there's like four little four little square boxes in the middle of the court and they have to get it in one of the four boxes. Okay. To gain them. All right. Yeah. It's a bit more challenging, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, a little bit fairer, I suppose, to some yeah. degree as well, if you just make a yeah. you know, mistake, your wheels in the wrong place. I used to, and I, when I started, because I have, I used to have a six wheelchair, it used to happen a lot because the back wheels come out of the box. Uh, and I'd be like, ah. Uh, Lovely. And there's nobody there to warn you. Yeah. Because the assistant can't communicate. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's and, the then, and then, like, the ref calls it and you're like, oh. I knew I did that. <laughs> and I, I, I mean, you mentioned earlier on about like calling your assistant to get a particular ball. Yeah. Is that is that your kind of superstition or is it? No. Really? So like, I have a lot of see a lot of athletes use a different mixture of water balls. I do, I don't necessarily so like some some people have like really. Super soft ones that are like beanbags. Then I have suede type balls, 
and medium ones and hard ones again. Now, all my set are the one, are the one softness, so I use soft ones. Right. But I have them down to different levels of softness. So depending on the shot, I'll ask for a particular book. Okay. So my, f- so my first... It's a bit like golf really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so my first... Choosing your club. So my first ball is always the same softness as my jack because you want to hit it straight on. And then after that, I make decisions accordingly depending on what my opponent does. So many balls did you bring to a game? Watch many, many, set, many sets, like. Yeah. So in, as I was saying earlier, it's like six red, six red balls, six blue balls. But a lot of the time, in case we don't we don't make the roll tests and stuff, we bring spurs. Right. So I have, I have like two sets of spurs. Which I, I never really... It's like a ball pit in a play in a play yard. I've only yeah, we were talking about tactic there, Ryan, and you, you mentioned it being tactical. This is like... I've only ever serious. been penalised once. And they give you really, really, really hard ones that you can't control. Too easy. Oh, they'll do that to you, will they? Yeah, so basically... <laughs> if you, so, if you, so if you get penalised, right, and you don't have, sp- and you don't have spurs, they go, they'll give you whatever they have, which is generally really, really... Like, Really, really hard ones that should bounce everywhere. If you get them, they don't, they don't land. Right. Okay. So they're it's, just gone. You just, they just pick and pot look basically. Do you get me? Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. That, that, it's one of those examples you let them do. Oh, it, 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 it did. So, you're also you also mentioned that you're into um, music reviewing. Yep. Tell us about that. Right. So with that, this uh, this kind this kind of relates back to somebody that you know that. Okay. So we have a mutual friend called Dave Barry. Yes we do. Who yes, works do. in the Irish Welsh Association, who was both of our youth workers. I was sitting in the bus with him one night, coming back from a youth cafe, and he said to me, Nave, I said, Yeah. He was like, Do you like writing? I was like, uh, yeah, I suppose. And uh, I said, Why? He was like, Do you want to do a gig review for me? Of an Nigerian gig that I was going to. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, grand. I wrote it. And then I put it up on Facebook and Twitter and stuff. And every, like, the only people that had seen bits of stories and stuff that I'd written would have been my family before that. But when I put it up on Facebook, was like, everyone was like, hmm, you can write. I was going to come. Well, I didn't really know I could, but according to you, I can. <laughs> and then I wrote, for him, I wrote for him for a few years. And then the Women's Sports Journal asked me, to do a review on a <coughs> on a botch competition that I went to in Barcelona. Because okay. the European Continental Cup, they asked me to review that because we did a lot of press stuff in the lead up to that. So it was to it was to track it was to kind of track what I'd done and then leading to an interview afterwards. And then fr- and then from a suggestion of my brother, I sent one of my reviews into an entertainment magazine called Pure M magazine and I've been writing for them ever since. Pretty good. Where's what's Pure M? Pure M is like an Pure M is like an entertainment magazine. I write for their music review section. But they do like films and games and stuff as well. Okay. okay. We'll so what what do you, what do you cover? So ba- so a lot of th- a lot of the time now I'll do mu- I'll do music reviews. So like in the summer there, I got my first print publishing by them of a gig review that I wrote on Lily Allen. Excellent. 
not gay review album reviews are on Leon and Band Called Churches. I did both of their albums. And Sorry, Lil- I haven't heard of them now. Lily Lily Allen Lily Allen, I have Church is now I feel very old now. Lily Allen actually responded to that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, was, what what was her response? I you? put the digital copy of it on my Instagram and put the link up and tagged her and she was like, Oh I love this, thank you. And um then oh, that's really sweet. Then they printed it. Totally. So that was cool. That's, that's good. Actually, it's gotta be a, it kinda has to be tough to review one. Yeah. You know, instead of going, oh, this was awful, this was terrible, the sound was mucked, See, my God, she didn't sing enough songs. See, you know, yeah. right? They're... I'll say, this was good, but this could be improved. Yeah. The next thing could be improved. And in time, it'll grow to be, blah, blah, blah. Do you Yeah, because I, yeah. I couldn't imagine anybody reviewing us. <laughs> I think that'd be awful. Speaking of which, what? would you like to write a review? Ah, uh, sure, may as well. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. No, I, st- I kind of stopped writing. I stopped writing the gig reviews for other people because I want to do my own gig blog. Yeah. As we spoke about on Radio Week, which is basically I want to go to different venues in the country and review gigs from the perspective of a wheelchair user to talk about the accessibility as well as the music itself. So you're getting the disability side, which is obviously a major part of me because I have cerebral palsy, and then the side of me. That love that loves music and will attract people of the same interest of that as well. Hmm. So we're trying to get two sides of one. So where where are you on that now? I'm I have the four reviews that I want to put up. I just need to do my logos and stuff now. So that that will launch at some stage, April. Yeah, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Cool. Because I know we did procrastinate for a long time about this. Yeah. Yeah. So you um, just got to go and do it. You really have got to go do it and stop talking about it and. Definitely, I mean, we, we could, you've mentioned this before, but we could still be talking about this. We could, we could, yeah. we, we could be talking a great game. We had a conversation <laughs> about this the other day, actually. Yeah, you could be talking a great game. I'm just interested from, from, from your point of view, from a gig point. Now, we know when you talk about something like if it's on in Crow Park or RDS or stuff like that, where there will be a stage for wheelchairs to go to, yeah. which is slightly out of the way yeah. and gives you a better view. Yeah. So, you talking about gigs then in general, going to the likes of Whelan's or something? Gigs. or I want see. I want to exp- I want to explore the avenues that people wouldn't necessarily consider if they weren't in a wheelchair. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah, like, I know. I know. We were only talking about your wheelchair the other day. Yours uh, races up and down. Yeah. Like and a cherry picker. Which yeah. I, which I, I'm terribly and amused you know, by. And you now since called me cherry picker. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, I just it is. I, I find it amusing. But does does that help in a gig situation? It does because if people if people stand up and you can't see, you yeah. can just go. Like you're, looking, a, you're looking at people. Yeah, heads Bums and backs like, of their heads. Like I, like I went to see Twenty One Pilots the other day, and um, everyone stood up, and then I couldn't see, so I went. That was it. Nice awesome. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be sticking that in for the next upgrade of my own. Have you not got a riser on? Uh, no, I got a tilt at the minute. Yeah, that's all he's got. Uh, <laughs> that's surprising. This is wheelchair envy, isn't it? <laughs> it is. We discussed wheelchair envy before as well. Yeah. yeah. What does your wheelchair do? Yeah. Oh. We do that a lot, actually. I'll, I'll bet there is. Um. Your circumstances have also changed very recently, Neve, as well. Yeah. So you're into a more of an independent living situation now? Yeah. So due to what I'm going to call on this podcast, a, per- a couple of personal circumstances, I am now living independently for the first time ever. Okay. That's, that's great. Uh, uh, how, are you, how are you finding it so far? It's, a, it's the way I put it to my friend the other day. 
it's kind of what it's like is that way some people go off to different counties for their first four years of college uh-huh. it's at the minute it's like student life but forever do you get me I know, I know, I absolutely do get what you mean. I, I, it's, I suppose it's going to happen to all of us at some stage. In, independent living for me was was probably when I was eighteen, but it's very, very different for an independent living when you're, that, you, that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, I think that the, the challenges in that have to be. I know it's something you're going to be looking at soon. Yeah, well, it's, it's, and it, it's something that I, that I definitely want to cover in more depth um, going forward. Yeah. Um, because and. If you're interested in me, though, I'd love to yeah, go to pick your brain on, on different things. Yeah. yeah, it's something that I do aspire to. Yeah, because um, what a few more that me and you've had, me and you have actually had a lot of conversations about my yes. situation as well. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think that that is something we can we can we we'll get you back in about. Yeah, is the whole independent living aspect of it because. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see when you do get a chance to talk to uh, other people about it and kind of the official end of things and yes. how things should run in the world and then the reality see, of... I've learned I've learned that things not never run as they should, but you kind of have to go, right, this didn't go the way it was supposed to. Adapt quick, adapt quick, adapt yeah. quick, adapt. Yeah, life's too short. Yeah. Can't really hang around. But, no, I will, t- I will say something that it's given me a new era of kind of being, right, you have to actually, you have no choice but to do it for yourself now and embrace it and go for it. Okay. You get what I mean? I do, I do. Yeah. And uh, just speaking of the shortness of time, we're going to have to bring this to a close. Um, that seems like a, that seems I like a, a good, a good place. Yeah, we will, it is something we will come back to those, the independent living thing. Um, Neve, huge thanks for coming in. Thank no you very, very much. Really thanks for having it. me, lads. Uh, I'm, you know, new respect for Bocce, you know, I can tell you as well, and Definitely. tactics involved. Uh. Um, and we will post a link to Watcher Ireland. Yes, we will. Yeah. Um, so, you can get us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy, and we'll talk to you very soon.